four valuable ways for absorbing pace on your ground strokes. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to sign up for our private tennis lesson application. If you live here in Miami or South Florida, I'll include a link in the show notes, and we will get right down to customizing some tennis solutions for your individual game. Well, today's topic, four valuable ways for absorbing pace on your ground strokes. So the first thing we're gonna do here is we're gonna define absorbing pace. And to absorb pace, what you first need is pace and momentum on your opponent's shots. So if somebody's hitting at you slowly, for our purposes of this tip, I don't consider that absorbing pace. If somebody's hitting slow to you and you're absorbing it and giving it back, that's a pusher, okay? For absorbing pace, this is going to take more skill and talent. And what you're doing is taking their powerful shot and you're strategically redirecting it or absorbing the pace or a combination of both with technique. So the first thing we're going to do is just talk a little bit about how this technique is done. And one of the things you're going to do is relax the grip on your racket. Typically when you're accelerating and you're giving pace back, there is going to be more grip tension. When you're absorbing pace, it's not going to be loosey-goosey, but your grip tension will soften to help you absorb the pace. So what I thought we'd do for this is give you situations that were ideal and some of the shots that you would utilize that you could practice for absorbing pace. And one of the things is probably a favorite shot of a lot of recreational tennis players is a good time to absorb pace is to utilize a drop shot. A lot of people will get a fast ground stroke, hit to their forehand or backhand. I especially love to do it on the backhand because you get more spin. Is just absorb the ball and give it a little bit of underspin and then just softly hit it on the other side of the net. Even if it's not a clean winner, if it's struck correctly and you're absorbing the pace with a little bit of disguise, you can get your opponent out of position where you can either pass them or lob them. So drop shots are a great way to absorb pace. A lot of times I will use the second way, which is lobbing to absorb pace. Lobbing can be really effective, and I don't think it's used enough by recreational players because they don't practice it. But using lob returns is a great way to absorb pace. A lot of people serve. Their most powerful shot is their serve. So if they're hitting a very hard serve and you want to throw a wrench in their plans and get them to switch, especially if they're attacking players, absorb the ball, keep their racket face open, and just punch it right over the net player. That is a great way to absorb pace and utilize it effectively. And one of the things you need to do is practice it. Now, when people are serving, it can be harder to do on the second serve because the serve tends to land shorter and recreational players will step up inside of the court. Recognize when you do this and you lob, 
you're going to have less space to lob into. So I find it's much more effective if somebody's banging their first serve and you're behind the baseline because there's more pace there. It's easier to redirect it because you don't have to swing as much and you have more space to hit into because you're further back in the court. So uh, number three, this is kind of a hybrid of what I just said, which I talked about, is return of serves. Not only could you lob off of it, but you could do a block or chip return and just take their pace and just float it back deep with no pace. Uh, the king of clay is great at doing this. Rafael Nadal, when people serve with pace to his backhand, he'll chip float his backhand where it just lands deep and it allows him to recover to the center of the court and makes his opponent create all the pace by just giving this floating return deep in the baseline. And I think what you'll find with amateur tennis players is they love pace. So if you can take their pace and give it back to them with an absorbing shot, you're going to make them crank it up again. And more often than not, it's going to create an unforced error. Another thing you can do, which I don't think a lot of amateur players practice, is you can do directional changes. I know a lot of people love to hit inside out or inside in, or when they open up the court, they'll try to go down the line prematurely and they'll miss the ball. I kind of credit that to YouTube. I think people see that shot a lot on ATP highlights and WTA highlights, so they try to replicate that, and they're swinging way too hard. One way to temper this and control it more is rather than swinging and accelerating, just absorb the pace and redirect it, especially on an amateur or recreational level. Just the ability to move them around by absorbing the pace and redirecting it has much more benefit than you taking a full swing at it and trying to hit a screaming winner off absorbing pace. So one thing you're going to need to do, because this is probably a foreign concept to a lot of people, is practice it. And one of the things you can do is practice it against the wall or with your hitting partner or coach, but have them hit really aggressive. And your goal is just going to be to try to absorb the pace in any of the situations we talked about. It'd probably be best to do it with a pro so you can have some sort of structure or discipline. It's really helpful if you kind of recreate a situation in tennis where it comes up so you can just continue to practice the same pattern over and over again. I find it's difficult for uh, recreational players to do this just kind of ad hoc when it comes up. So when I'm with my students, I will create a scenario such as a return of serve or maybe a transition shot where they have an option to hit a drop shot and we'll just practice it over and over again. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go on iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified of our daily tennis episodes. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow with a fresh episode. That's when push comes to show. I knew it all.